Hello, welcome. Welcome back to Send Him Off. Um, I know you're thinking, no, it's not Saturday. Don't worry. Don't worry. This is a Send Him Off first. It's a midweek special. And I do think it's going to be quite special. We've been looking forward to this one, haven't we, Al? Yeah, we have, to be fair. You didn't do your I didn't introduce you. you. I didn't you introduce you. Right, we'll go it again. <laughs> Hang on. Ready? I'm Sam, and with me, as always, is my ever-present <laughs> podcasting partner, Alex. How are you doing? All right, yes. Right, we're in, we're in. And as you said, Sam, yeah, it is a special It is a special one, isn't it? Yeah, We've got two very special people with us. <laughs> go on, Cheers, Sam. I'll, I'll leave you to introduce them, Sam. Uh, well, we've got the boys from Swans cast with us today, mm-hmm. Lee and Luke. Uh, we're really happy to have them with us. Uh, we're going to be chatting all things Swansea today. So if you're not a Swansea fan, well, sort you of. could turn off, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stay with us. There might be a bit of a, you know, championship general talk, maybe a bit of Premier League if we're looking ahead potentially to next season. Don't want to say too much to it. Early days, and it's early days. Um, but I feel like the logical place to start is unfortunately what went down last weekend. Uh, logical, not, not the best uh, place to start, but we'll start then. The logical, yeah. Um, boys. What happened? What are your immediate thoughts? Still, uh, uh, still recovering, yeah. I think. It's, uh, it's a tough recovering one. Recovering for a long old time. I know. It's going to be a long old time. No, look, to be fair, right? Yeah, we lost the game, but for the season, we're 2 1. So, yeah, yeah no, that's, no. that's what I was saying. And that's what I was saying last time we played, because I think it was 2014 was the last derby, wasn't it? And we trounced uh, 3 1. So, we had them last year, but yeah. Oh, yeah, that last year as well. Yeah, but the, this is the first year they've had a goal on us since yeah, 2014. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. That was good yeah. for a while. So, you know, they can keep that one in their back pockets if they want. Yeah, so yeah. At, the, at the end of the day, we like yeah, we, lo- we lost one game each this year. So we might currently use them within the last one, but for the season, it's equal. So we're not really, like, behind. That's the way I like to think yeah. about yeah. it. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's always the little, like, crumb <laughs> of comfort we can latch on to, no matter what yeah. happens. <laughs> at least so we didn't do mind the gap as well, isn't it? Mind the yeah, gap. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's yeah. just pray. Let's just pray, though, that they don't sneak into the playoffs, because I don't think I could ever watch a playoff game. So fancy another two. Cardiff. No, I can't do it. I don't let my news take it, to be honest. Um, I struggled with Brentford last year, let alone Cardiff. Um, <laughs> don't want them either. Oh, God. No, I don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want anyone. I just want to go about the nah. But, I mean, that's qu- that moves quite on nicely to that where do you think we sort of stand with the automatics now i mean six points adrift we now with a game in hand so yeah it's it's possible anything can happen in the championship i mean but how realistic do you think it is i think i think well um right so it is six points behind with a game in hand right but a lot of people are forgetting to mention when they're looking out at the table and everyone's saying it's watford now we play watford the last game of the season so realistically, if both teams won all their games, and I know that's not necessarily how things work, but just for the sake of talking about it, if both teams win all their games, we're on equal points if we beat them then in the last game. Um, goal difference is then a factor which is heavily favouring them. But they've got a little bit of a tougher run in than us, so they've got to play Norwich and Brentford. And I think the hardest game we probably have is Reading. Um, mm. So anything, you know, we're not out of it. We're really not in as good a position we could have been in, but we're not out of it at all. Like, it's plenty plenty of slip-ups could still happen. Yeah. See, I can always... Sorry, Wayne. Go on, go on. No, no. Go on, go on. You, after you, I was going to say, I always rely on, on Luke to make it sound better because I'm like the prophet of doom. He <laughs> always makes it sound like it's better that, than it is because like, I'm not saying it's over. We're still in it. We are definitely still in it, but I just think the way we've been playing for the last sort of, well, six weeks, six, seven weeks, I just can't, I just can't see us picking up form again 
for the, I, for the Lee, I'm, the Lee I'm charge. with you, Lee. To I was going to say the same as Lee, to be honest with you, because after the Norwich game, I think that was a big turning point as far as our, our style went out the window sort of thing, you know? We haven't been playing well. We were grinding out those wins. We were having those dubious penalties, whether they were penalties or not. Or, you know what I mean? But uh, no, I, I think I'm sort of siding with Lee on this one. I've got to yeah. be honest. I, no, it's fair enough. I, I kind of agree. Like I don't, I don't I want, necessarily I think we're going to get second. I've got to be honest. But, uh, you know. but sometimes we kind of do better as the underdog and now we really are the underdog. Yeah, um, no, I, I, If I, anything... The Cardiff game could have given him a kick up the bum, and uh, we, they could come back from the international break knowing they need to sort themselves out. So, got to hope for the best, haven't you? I, I think going back to what you said about underdogs, I think that's spot on, and I think that is where we've gone wrong. Is we at the start of the season, it up until about January was oh, we're playing Swansea this week, they're doing really yeah. well, aren't they? Like, nobody really expected it. Same as last year when we hit the playoffs, nobody really we'd sort of gone under the radar a long time. Even being in the top two, top of the league, when we were top of the league start of the year, we were still somehow going under the radar, like in in comparison to the likes of Norwich and Brentford. Yeah, I think in January people started going right. We need to take these seriously now. They're yeah, good side. they could go up, and I think once that expectation hit, I think that's where we start to crumble. Maybe is that's probably is right. It's 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 a weird one. We've got such a strange mentality as a team, I think, but. That's another one, I think, for another day. But, uh... <laughs> I've been hearing whispers, though. I have been hearing whispers from certain connections that I got from certain friends in certain places. But they was they did seem to be quite keen, the Swans, the Swansea group in general, the backroom staff, the players, the board, that they thought, you know, if we can maybe string a couple of wins, and I can't remember which game it was. It was a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember which one they said they'd win. And they did win it. They, they were sort of quietly confident that they might go up. But I feel like now not well, so it's the first time this season we've lost back to back games everyone has a bit of a tough time at some point I think Norwich are the ones that had the lowest like the smallest blip if you like um, Watford's form is really good at the moment but you know they got an international break might come at the wrong time for them they might come back and maybe it doesn't go so well you just never know it's, you look at past, past promotion pushes the Leeds have bottled it regular Brentford bottled it last year being in second Sometimes the team in second just can't handle it. And I guess you could say that happened to us in January. Um, yeah. Yeah. More of a problem, I think, will be for us, though, is whether or not we can hold on to Steve Cooper. Mm. If we do bottle it this year, if we end up in the playoffs, yeah. we go out again or, you know. I'm worried about What that. do you think? Yeah, I'm really worried about that. Because, uh, there's been whispers of Sheffield United having a sniff. I was thinking about it earlier, and I think in my head I decided that if it we is, don't go like, up, he's gone. It's the problem. It's something that sort of consumes Swansea yeah. fans on a regular. It just it'll just creep up on you, won't it? I think if we don't go up, he's gone. I'll be honest. Because you think so? Yeah, yeah because you got Palace sniffing around him. Well, they were apparently. Um, if you know the end of the season, I think Hodgson is expected to go. Um, and yeah, Sheffield. I, obviously, he's not going to go there if we go up because this kind of sideways. Well, I mean. Yeah. You wouldn't think so, but never say never. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I think I don't think it'll be Sheffield United if we don't go up, like you said. Um, I don't, I wouldn't really understand that. But oh, I do worry. I do. I, I think if we, I think if we stay in the championship, I think we can probably expect to lose Cooper and yeah. you, um, maybe even Connor Roberts potentially. But that, yeah. I mean, he might be a bit different because he's obviously got. He's a Swansea boy, you know. He's, yeah. you know. So is Joe uh, Rodon, isn't he? 
Yeah, I think... Yeah, um, well, they are, yeah. So, good point. Yeah, it doesn't... <laughs> I think Sheffield United will definitely come in. If uh, they'll, de- I don't know whether he'll go or not. I don't know, but they, they'll definitely come in. I'll be looking at that. Them coming down. The they will better. just look at him straight away. What he done with Brewster as well will be a factor that they spend yeah. so much money Our on Our style him. of play suits that team more as well. Yeah, I, like I say, our style of play, the style of play that everyone's not happy with, that's done well for us in certain games, suits the team and the players they've got more. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like you said about the style of play earlier, and you said we haven't played well for weeks. I, th- I, I argue we did actually play well in the second half, especially in the Cardiff game. And if they use that as the sort of template going forward, that's, I think, what they need to do. But I don't know if you want to go into that further. Yeah, let's let's chat. Let's chat about that because mm-hmm. I'm sort of on the fence with this because yeah. I understand this getting results and it's a results game. I completely understand that. But I really, there's been so many occasions I've sat down to watch the Swans this year. I've been so excited. For the, you know, I've been like, oh, Saturday, three o'clock, Swans are on, mm-hmm. happy days. Sit down and then I've had the most mind-numbing 90 minutes of football. Yeah. Even if we've won, it's just been it's horrendous like, yeah. to watch. Um but it gets results, and like I said, it's a results game. So the the championship is a results league. I think if yeah. if you if you're relying on your style of play to get your point, it's not always going to work. And it's a funny old league, the championship. So you've got to a certain extent, yeah. All right, you do have to, you know, play well. You have to, you know, play some sort of brand of football that will get you noticed. But you've got to get the results as well. And we were doing that, you know, up until last week against Bournemouth. This week, Cardiff. Yeah. So me, I, and when you talk about the international break, I think you could be right there as far as saying it's come at the right time for us. Maybe the wrong time yeah. for Watford. Maybe the wrong time for you know, likes of Red. And they're on a bit of a streak at the minute. But uh, no, for us, I think maybe we did need that five minutes out and just sort of recuperate. Yeah, yeah. So with the style in the Cardiff game, right? So the first twenty minutes or so, I would say 20, 25 minutes, we were a bit maybe not shell shocked, especially with the goal. We were shell shocked. They weren't really up for it. The start, they should have been a little bit more up for it, a little bit quicker to things. Um, you know, Cardiff really wanted it and it showed that at the start of the game. We did waken up halfway through the first half and the more the first half went on, we came into it more. Second half, same. We were probably, for the majority of the second half, far better team. I would say, compare, take away the fact it was Cardiff, right? Put any other team there that we played that way against in that match. And you would say that we played good football. But because it's Cardiff and we didn't win the derby, a lot of people are like using that as like, oh, it's not good enough, not good enough. And I understand you don't lose derbies, whatever. That's a different question though. Compared against the, the Bournemouth performance, we played so much better. We didn't score a goal though, which obviously is a different concern. That's a different question again with our forwards. I think that's another problem. Um, but if they play that well against a lot of the other teams we've got in a run-in, like we did in the second half. And I know Cardiff sat back and let us have the ball. And it's not always that easy. But it just shows we can still do that other style of play. It's not always this defending a one nil lead and sitting back that we've been seeing for the last month or two. Yeah. Um, you're literally, you're ticking off all my notes, because I was going to say, <laughs> strike a situation. Um, what is happening? I mean, we just can't score for love no money, can we, at the moment, other than 96-minute penalties, it seems. Yeah, that's, um, that's the worry at the moment, isn't it? It's just, I I like, I really like the look of Morgan Whitaker. I really like the look of him. But again, is he a number nine or have we bought another, have we bought like a a younger Jamal Lowe, really? (laughs) You know. I think he is a number nine. I think he is first and foremost a number nine from what I've seen before. He looked sharp. 
He looked sharp yeah, against Hyde. I will say that. Yeah. He did come on. Oh, no, he started, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Started, yeah, no, you're right. Um, I thought he looked quite sharp. He looked quite good when I watched him play. He looked good because he did come on against Bournemouth as well, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that's he the first. That's where he looked sharp, yeah. Um, I think the travesty of the season, though, as far as Swansea are concerned, is Morgan Gibbs White oh, for yeah. me. Yeah, definitely. Don't mention the name, Al. I'm still because yeah, no. every time he was a really classy player when he was on the ball, and I think if we had held on to players like him, maybe even Casey Palmer, maybe because I know he did. You know, he, yeah. he was a bit longer. He was he wasn't injured anything like that. But I feel like if you know we we hung on to players like that this season. We would have been in a different in a different position. Personally, Casey Palmer's yeah. playing like really well for Bristol. He's like the he main man. Playing well for them because I went up to Bristol not last season, the season before, and he looked pretty sharp then when we played them. Yeah, he fell out of favour yeah. with the manager, didn't he? And they had a new manager this season, and he yeah. didn't want him. Um, and then Pearson's come in, brought him back, and he's like the main man now. Mm. He, he's playing right for them. Um, yeah, as for Gibbs White, as for Gibbs White, I think like. We kind of dealt with him when he wasn't there, when he was injured. But he would have been like a new sign-in in January that would have, like, now we've seen the problems we've had since January, that would have been perfect for us, him yeah, coming back. It was, uh, it was torture as well, because just before he went back, he yeah, that just came, and come class. back from injury and he came off the bench for about, I, it must have been about 10 minutes and he just looked class for that 10 minutes. He was, and we all he was brilliant. This is it. And then he was gone. And then he was gone. It was just a teaser of what we could have had. He was, yeah. Well, it was Wolves, a, Wolves essentially used this as a rehab centre, I think, didn't they? Yeah. 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 He's yeah. not even playing yeah. for him though, is he? He's not even playing um, for him. I think he he's come on a couple on of times. Yeah. yeah, it's not much though, is it? Like no, considering he was going to be starting every game, don't you? Yeah, I, I don't, really, I can't really understand the logic behind it, to be honest. No. Um, they were desperate, I, I, they were. I, but uh, I can't remember them having like a big injury in that position. Though. Yeah, they had a big injury crisis around Christmas. Yeah, mm, and about Jimenez and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but like he still wasn't even necessarily starting games when he went back. No, and his fan, the fans were going mad about them. it. I think everyone panicked at Christmas time, though, didn't they? Because with like COVID cases and stuff, I think they just all wanted squad players back because it just seemed to be yeah. loads of recalled loans out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah we recalled um, that we, defender yeah, and haven't used him. Yeah, he did get injured. Yeah, I think they just wanted to like just boost the squad numbers, I think. Just keep yeah. the numbers up rather than yeah. uh, being called back. Everywhere in Newport season, that did. Newport literally yes. went from like top of the league to seventh because of all them recalls. I think it's a shame. I do like you know. I know they're meant to be our rivals, whatever. But I don't really see them as a bigger rival. Newport. No, oh, I like Newport. They're like I our favorite like team, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I like yeah. Every, I think all the Swansea fans like when we had Newport in the cup. It was the beginning of the season we had it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone was gutted they couldn't go down. Everybody yeah. was gutted. I would like yeah. to have a ticket to that. To be yeah, fair, that would have been a good trip. That would have been yeah, yeah, all yeah. of our rejects go there, don't they? And they do well, like Sheehan. <laughs> yeah, Josh Sheehan's doing really well yeah. at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing I want to come on to is sort of overlapping with the striker situation, injuries. Now, I want to talk about Liam Cullen because I think that was so unfortunate because he was just hitting form that Forest game in the FA Cup where he got yeah. injured. He scored two, didn't he, that day? Yeah. And and he was outstanding. And then he got injured. I think that really could have been a turning point. I think he could have been really quality in the championship as well for the end of the season, personally. So... Yeah, Lee, you can take us one. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I mean, every time he's had... I think his chances were limited, weren't they? But it just seemed like every time he played... He did something. He come on against Red and then he in the crazy game at the end oh, of the season yeah. and he and scored. Oh, gosh. Um, 
and he just he just looks good. Two goals against Forest. I thought he, we probably would have seen him like what we're seeing with Whitaker now. Like he came on and he was showing flashes, and now he's got a start. I think he definitely would have had some starts, especially I with was, like low going quiet. He was, quiet for, his he was yeah. Yeah. for his chance, I think, and he earned his chance. And yeah. then obviously the injury hit, and you know he's got to sort of do the hard work again, as it were. But yeah, yeah. I, I did like him when he came on. I think that yeah. goes hand in hand with why we've seen a dip in Jamal Lowe. Because I think Jamal Lowe, with all due respect, looks absolutely knackered when, it, like, for the last few weeks, he's just looked like he, the, the kid has run his feet off for like. I mean, he's been he's been pretty much the only one playing in our position, really. Up yeah, he there. wasn't even getting rested for all of the cup games like Ayu was. No. Yeah. yeah. So right. I I do feel for him. Um, for me, I know you said Cullen with Cullen, like. He had a couple of flashes earlier in the season where he looked okay. He looked maybe like, oh, he needs to get used to the physicality of the league, which I'm sure he did, because when it came to that Forest game, he did really put his hand up and showed like what a number nine, not necessarily because of the physicality, but the positions he was getting in in that game for his two goals were really good. That's something that we haven't had. Um, he's just in a good place in the box to have a clinical finish. So I think he was definitely going to be considered then for more of a, more of a place in the team after that game. But... Obviously, that didn't happen. They were they were relying heavily on bringing that guy from Southampton in, Michael Obafemi, was it? Yeah, is that his yeah. name? Yeah, didn't seem to be really a plan B for that falling through, and that was just because of an injury. So that was unlucky. Morris, I'm assuming, was going to come anyway, but maybe not necessarily as an out and out striker. Um, the fact that he then came because Obafemi didn't come, and we had injuries to Cullen and Routledge meant that he was a striker slash winger. And I was actually quite excited about him. I think he had some pace, and I he was, was starting to show. Yeah, he was starting to show that he could definitely cause problems. But, uh, uh, I, I, that's another thing, though. I think I think we've been like we've had rotten luck this season. Yeah, we have had some yeah. absolutely terrible luck with the likes it of the injuries, like for everything that's gone our way. We've had something that's gone against yeah. us as well. You know, yeah. we we love the ninety-six penalty, but then we love a horrendous yeah. injury. You know, well, that's it. So, now we are the yeah. team that gets all the luck from penalties. No matter who else gets a dodgy penalty, now uh, Brentford. <laughs> 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 They've had a couple of things our run, but still, are, we are yeah. the team that. I quite like that, though. I quite like it. Well, no, I'm it's right. fine. It's just. I'm all right. Just shows how like slanty everyone's opinion is of Swansea yeah. and because yeah. we're a Welsh club, which it I don't want to get to, uh, into that. But that's a different it seemed to hurt. It seemed to hurt everyone a lot more that when we had a bit of luck than uh, than anyone yeah. else. Which is because uh, now we're we'll, on a we'll bad run. Up. Now we're on a bad run. They're like, ah, oh, see, it's just because you're not getting yeah. the luck. Now you can't. You're not that <laughs> yeah. good. Just like, all right. Yeah, there was did, another uh, like twenty-five games before that, but okay. <laughs> we got, where we got virtually nothing, I don't think, because I think I think we have rotten luck with the refs as well. Usually, I think. But before yeah, that run of penalties, we had one penalty for the before that, like the entire season yeah. before that run, it was one penalty. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. You no, know, John popped up the other day, and I completely forgot about. It. I was just thinking about penalties. Do you remember we were in the prem and Sam Vokes handled the ball for Burnley and they gave Burnley a penalty? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never that. I was the one against Stoke as well, where it was like two ambors that were ambors in a row, free kick, and then yeah. another one penalty as well. Dodgy yeah, that was. Thank you for reminding me of this time because I remember yeah. we were walking out to the Liberty <laughs> and I went to meet up with me. We were all scratching our heads, thinking, How's he given that? No, it was good. Oh, well, it wasn't only... good, but uh, thanks for reminding me. If only, yeah. if only we had VAR, although we won't oh, go into yeah. that. We did that last week. We did that last week, actually. No, we that was a long one, that one. Um, uh, interesting question I want to get before we chat a bit more about Swansea season I want to go into sort of um, like not not prospects for the season 
looking back, so who is your player of the season so far, would you say? Oh, fab. Um, probably torn between, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Lee, do you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a tough. I think it's hard. It's hard to look past someone like Connor Roberts. Just, just because you, you know we're playing every championship minute. We say about how many yeah. games we've got, and he, you know he has had he has had some quieter games, should we say? But he seems to be you know a solid sort of eight out of ten at least every game. And position that he plays, he's got a hell of an engine on him. I can't believe oh, he yes. still runs up and down yeah, that wing. Unbelievable. Yeah. For that many games. He's an incredible athlete. Yeah, his service as well. His service. Oh, yeah. Jake Bidwell's like, I'm so excited for the Euros this summer. Kiefer Moore in the middle, Connor Roberts. Oh, yeah. I don't want him to play against Belgium. He needs a rest. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) yeah. But isn't Nico Williams injured? Yeah, playing Nico. Oh, he's injured. Is he? Is he? I'm not sure. I can't remember the squad is. Um, I would echo Lee with Connor Roberts, but I was torn when I was thinking just now between him and probably one that I don't think a lot of people would say. I think Grimes has had a really good year. I, I think I think he's been a lot of the time he gets overlooked to the job that he does in the middle because and you see a lot of people saying that the fault that we aren't scoring goals is from the midfield. I don't necessarily think that's Grimes' fault. He sprays the ball around. He's the one that sits the deeper. He always comes to show to collect the ball. He's always trying to make himself available. And as for people questioning his captain credentials, well, he led the team to the playoffs last season and he's led them to third place at the moment. So just because your captain is not as loud as some of the other captains doesn't mean he's not a good captain. If the players want to play for him, which they have clearly to get to the position that they are, and that they, they like playing for him, then he's a good captain. He's just a different, not necessarily, you don't have to be loud to be a good captain. It's like you could take it to like work, you know, like if your manager just shouts at you, does that make him a good manager? But I, I think that's got a lot to do as well with the fact that we've got a lot of sort of loud individuals on a team anyway like Conor Roberts yeah, yeah. Is, is quite loud are you well are you Andre are you I think he's got to yeah. have an argument at least once again well I think he's, <laughs> he does that job doesn't he but I think Grimes is yeah. kind of like a bit of a role model and he's always like the most professional person the there that sort of thing yeah, yeah, he's like, like, yeah, take after him. He's always professional. He's professional on social media. You just see the way he conducts himself all the time. I think he's, and I think he's had a really good season as well, which is good yeah. because last season, I think a lot of people were getting on his back a bit. I'm just I, glad I to was, see that he's, he's I was playing one of really them. Well. I'm not going to lie. I was a bit of a critic of him last year. I, I wasn't entirely, I could see it there. I could see why he was in the team and what he was where he was going but for me I was just like there's so there was a sloppy pass in him last season but he's, yeah. he's pulled his finger up this yeah. year I will give it to him yeah. Yeah. I will he's give done it to really him. well I would like to put an honourable mention in for two people of my player of the season not necessarily my actual player of the season but Jay Fulton I think has been I was going to yeah, say yeah, good show superb um, yeah. and everyone's favourite um, attacking centre back Marco <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's been class. yeah, he's been class as well. Like it's, there's a lot of people I could put their hand up for it, to be fair. It's difficult to choose. And people's views are going to get slanted now because they think we're not doing well at the moment. But you've got to look at the bigger picture, which is why I always try yeah. to do. And you have a look at next. If whether we go up or not, Mark is going to go back to Chelsea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. foregone conclusion. And we will miss him. We'll miss him more than Gibbs White, more than Casey Palmer. Yeah. We'll, we'll really know this. Well, we're going to have to sign a centre back, really, because Kyle Norton is like makeshift. As much as he's yeah. been good, he's makeshift. Bennett's getting on. He'd be like 32 when he. And he can't, yeah. he can't play two games a week of the best of times, as, as good as he is. <laughs> um, See so what? You've got Cabango and Latabodia, really. And I know Norton Cabang, will fill in. Cabango, but... I think, is going to 
I think you sort of take Rawdon's place because we could really have done with Rawdon if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Um, but I think Abango is going to be sort of the sort of um, what's the word like the flagship centre half sort of thing. He's going to be like the yeah. the number one pick in the centre half position. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Ashley Williams. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like the Ashley Williams. As long as he doesn't get sold, that is. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And um, we'll just have to see somebody to partner him, really, because I think <laughs> the three at the back looks really good to complement the wing backs. So I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, that um, formation going forward. Yeah, I don't know you two. It's difficult to like say as well with people bringing in. I wouldn't mind seeing the formation going forward, but the question of the personnel that comes in to replace the likes of Gee here. Yeah. If we don't keep Orahan, uh, Andre Ayew's not going to stay if we don't go up, stuff like that. It, it depends if we go up or not. Like It literally depends if we go up or not. Who we sign. I don't know if we can afford to keep Ayew if we don't go up, to be honest with you. He's no, he's gone. Yeah. he's gone if we don't go up, which is why he's not got a new contract already, unless he significantly lowers his wages, which I can't see I because can't. he can you know, he can still play at a higher level. Um, maybe, I think if we do go up, we'll offer him like a year deal. So if we did yeah, went yeah, back probably. down, then he can go anyway. Because he is, so he's getting on as well. He's quality, though, he? He's, he's yeah, far he's... too good for the championship. Quick question for you, both. Just a quick question. You know, earlier on in the season, there were people talking about Wilfred Bonney. Is he going to come back? Is he not going to come back? <laughs> Where is he? What's up? Is he still training at Newport? I think he's down here somewhere. I yeah, think he is sort of floating around, isn't he, somewhere? I bet he probably turns he's... up for Hammondford now with the rest of the crew. I, I, think say, he, yeah, I think he lives in he's Swansea. Sort of lingering around, hoping, you know, for... Something to happen, but are we going to give him a like play pay as you play nah, contract? That's not happening. Cooper not got rid of him as soon as he walked through the door. Put on, I, I don't blame him. Cooper got rid of him as soon as he walked through the door. I don't think that was ever going to happen. I, no. I, I don't blame him to be honest. I'm not going to lie. I think it was driven by nostalgia. People calling for yeah, him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it would have been oh, you know, it's nice to have him back, but I, you know, he didn't, he did nothing last time, did he? You know. I think he was alright last time, well not last time but when, when he had a couple of games in the championship because he came back from injury in like December and then we got rid of him in January but he had a couple of games in that month and I think he scored a penalty but, um, I think he did yeah. I, felt, yeah. I felt like he was like starting to show that he could offer something in the championship but they just needed to get his wages off as soon yeah, as possible that's, that's, yeah. that's the problem I, but uh, coming back to the money I think yeah. you know we were saying earlier how you've got to look at the bigger picture. And I, I think I completely agree with that. I think if you look at the teams around us, you've got Norwich, Bournemouth, there or thereabouts, you know, teams have beaten us. Um, Watford, even Brentford financially are probably in a better position than us at the moment to, yeah. to challenge. And I think oh, yeah. you've got to take that into account. Like Watford and Watford and Norwich are above us. They were Premier League team last year. I know, I know, I know. They've lost money going down and everything, but the infrastructure, the players they've got, they managed to keep. You know, yeah. Norwich have kept Aaron's, um, Cantwell, Pookie, Tim Cruel, yeah. all of these players, Buendia, and you know, Watford have kept Ismail Assar and all these players. Yeah, and, I mean, who've we got from our Premier League days? Are you? Alton and Grimes, but they didn't yeah. really start. They them, didn't even so. play, did they? Yeah, no. yeah. Really? Norton, Norton as well. Yeah, Norton, yeah. yeah. So I think you have got to take that into account. And I think when we went down, we always knew it was going to be a rebuild. And yeah. I think... I think it has to be, though, realistically. Yeah. And I think everyone yeah. sort of knew it would take time. And it's been, what, three seasons now? And yeah, the, the, the only frustrating thing with us is we seem to be... We, we seem to attract bigger clubs a lot, like Joe Roden, the Spurs, a Graham Park. You've got to think why that is, though. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, you were absolutely right. Absolutely. But I think the problem with that is the players will see the, the team come in for them and they'll say, well, I can't really say no to Tottenham, can I? I can't really say no yeah, to Man City. And it's, it's almost as if they say, well, there we are, they're coming from, we may as well wave goodbye to them now, sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas, you know, it, teams, it, other teams. It frustrates me because I feel like every time we get to a certain level, like a couple of seasons ago, we after Potter's first season, was this for, yeah, he was only yeah. one season, wasn't he? Yeah, well, yeah. Um, we, you know, our squad, we had McBurney playing brilliantly, Dan James playing brilliantly, Porter was at the helm. We were going up the year after. I don't care what anybody tells me. I think we were going up. We lost McBurney, we lost James, we lost Porter within a matter of weeks. And then it was just sort of back to square one. Yeah. And I'm really scared it's going to happen again this, this summer. I agree with you. I think if um, none of those players mm-hmm. left and Porter stayed, we'd have a really good chance of... We were that the end. We started coming back into form again at the end of that season. Potter had a rough patch around Christmas, and then just clicked. There's a couple of games that we won like three nil on a bounce, and we absolutely rinsed the other team. I think I feel like one of them was Stoke actually in Liberty. Um, yeah, Dan James up the left, and even when Declan John was playing left back, like they were so quick on the left. Mm. I'm surprised Declan John didn't get more chance when uh, I was gonna. Cooper I was gonna agree in. with you there. I I can't really work out because Declan John was starting to find his feet. I can't work out why they got rid of him. I can imagine him as a, as a wing back. He would have been perfect as well yeah, in that position. Been. And when he's, he's changed to wing backs, I don't understand why he didn't get tried. I think I think he's on loan, isn't he? But I think they've his said contract, uh, his contract finishes in the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a shame. Yeah. I think. I think yeah. I think he could have been, he could have fitted in. I you know we brought in Ryan Manning, who I like the look of Manning. I think he's a good yeah. player, but I, it begs a question: Why have you spent money on him? Yeah, uh, Cooper obviously didn't like him. It, it was changing yeah. manager, yeah. isn't it? So yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, there's a couple probably of um, like Garrick. Well, he started using Garrick. I think since Garrick punched someone, maybe he doesn't like him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah. love that. That was great. Oh, that was good. But to be fair, though, I actually, I'm not convinced by Garrick. I think he hasn't really offered yet. The couple of first games that he played where he had a bit of pace and people were a bit surprised by it. But now they kind of know that. He hasn't really done anything. When he's but played. isn't the urban myth surrounding Jordan Garrick that we signed him from a rugby side? Isn't that yeah, good? Oh, I've not heard of that one. I think someone said he played. He used to play rugby league, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he played rugby. Yeah. I, I, I did search it up. I don't think it's very true, but the... Uh, <laughs> The narrative did amuse me because only Swansea would be able to sign a rugby player and stick them in the oh, first yeah. team. Oh yeah, well that's classic. Us. Alan yeah, Jones but... playing centre back now. Season. <laughs> yeah, when he retires, now he can go in the back instead of Gray. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Days. Back, back yeah, to your like um, point though about like the team and going up. Um, yeah, I think like oh, keeping players. That's what it was. I don't really. You've got to look at the financial side of things as well. I don't. I know people say like the Americans put it in their pocket and stuff, but I think the finances are out there to like show that that is not the case. And the money that we made from the player sales, as annoying as it is that we have to sell them, it has really sorted us out. I think um, obviously parachute payments stop now this season. So if we don't go up, RU goes, and I think we're okay. We don't necessarily need to sell because his wages mm-hmm. will probably cover the loss of the last lot of parachute payments. And obviously Winter was talking about Rodon's deal which I know there's question marks over the amount, which, you know, rightly so. But he came out and said, look, we understand that, but, you know, Tottenham playing hardball at the end of the day, that amount, you might say it's low. It means the club is fine. It means we didn't have to do other things to save the money. And we're probably now quite self-sustainable going into next season when I use contracts gone as well. 
that, that's I the thing that's... you have you've got to balance it haven't you in terms of it's a football club but it's a business at the end of the day yeah and we've been critical on you and in it just amongst our mates and we all about the, the americans and the owners and stuff i mean back when we were in the premier league i i think they were horrendous quite frankly um yeah. Yeah. i think they are sort of bucking up their ideas a little bit now and well one of them one of them's uh, gone we were talking before and i think one of them's gone i can't remember which one he's not technically gone he's, not he's gone. just not um I can't remember the exact... He's still, like, kind of there, but he's not really involved. Does that make sense? I can't remember the ins and outs of it. He's got a financial interest. He doesn't really have a say in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think on the... On, on like on like the like we say about the rebuilding and the finances so i was i was one of the biggest sort of critics when we came down i remember sort of saying to luke all the time oh it's a fire sale now everybody's going this is when, when he says like i always look at the bright sides and he's always doom and gloom <laughs> this is the perfect yeah, example you, you, you can imagine <laughs> like we, well they were fire they were just fire selling everyone and i just thought here we go sunderland that's all i kept saying we're doing a sunderland we're doing a, we're going I straight said down. exactly the same thing but in all like now looking three years on to finish mid table and then in the playoffs and now sort of fighting for second they've done they've done brilliant and I think it's down to the the, the recruitment they do in terms of managers because I hate it when clubs sort of appoint these dinosaur managers all the time you know like your, your Steve McLarens and Paul Lambert don't say that now he just beat us they just beat us mate yeah give him time he'll, he'll show his true colours wouldn't give him time yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um yeah, so I was, I was just chuffed when they brought in someone like Potter, who you know was relatively unknown, was managing in Sweden, I think, wasn't he? And then yeah. you know Cooper, his first, his first, uh, his first job was to be able to manage a young squad. I just think that they they nailed it. Yeah, Definitely. we we sort of bit of a tradition with us, though. I think that like, yeah, I mean, obviously everybody knew who Michael Laudrup was when he had the job, but wasn't necessarily he didn't have a renowned. good history no no he didn't have a great yeah. cv even brendan rogers didn't have a great cv when it came to us um, no. and now look at him i mean arguably one of the best managers in the premier league in my opinion um yeah although i might be looking at through raw stinted glasses yeah. it's one of my favorites general opinion on him is quite good yeah yeah it's class but um, I, I i do think we're quite smart with that though and and our recruitment i think and I think that's why a lot of people got so dis- disillusioned with the American owners when they first came in, because we had that season where we had, or the couple of seasons where we had the likes of like Guidelin, Bob Bradley, like takes yeah. everything in my phone. Guidelin should never have been sacked. Guidelin should never have been sacked. I completely agree. The, the Guidelin sacking, I think, was the start of the end for us in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Because I think he would have kept yeah. the set. He, he had a horrendous sacked. run before he got sacked that, as well. And they exactly, sacked him after yeah. a draw with Liverpool or something, wasn't it? And Van der Hoen, like missed the, the sitter. He missed the sitter right at the end of that the match. How can the manager be a fault yeah. for that? Oh, it really annoyed me. That, that, was, that was the game. Because I think we had Chelsea the week before that, lost to Chelsea. And we, like you said, we had a hard run in and it was the Liverpool game that sort of yeah. sunk him. Yeah. But, uh, no. We were He'd playing well, though. We were playing well in those games. And we were losing like 2-1, 2-1, 2-1 to Man City, 2-1 to Chelsea, I think it was. Um, I think we went ahead against Man City. Did Laurenti score a goal or something? Yeah, outside the box. Um, that whole period of time is just consumed by <laughs> Bob Bradley for me. I, yeah. I, I, I yeah, hey, six we had... weeks has to be the worst six weeks I've ever experienced. One good game though, five all against Crystal Palace, yeah. was it? Or five well, four? Yeah, whatever I think it was. We did yeah, have a question lined up. So, would you ask the question? Yeah, we'll get to it a bit early. So, we've we're doing like a little mini series where we started a couple of weeks ago called. Um, what football means to me. I forgot the name of it. You mean, you mean um, you forgot it? 
um and basically just chat about like favorite football memories so what would you say is uh first of all your favorite player you've ever seen in a Swansea City shirt you you first, first. First, yeah, yeah, you've had more history than mine. Me. Mine is, uh, well, I, I have got, I have got two really, but we'll go. Give us your honorable mentions as well. Let's let's chat. I, I think my favourite ever, and it, it it was overtaken from an, an older one, but Stephen Darby for me in oh, the championship yeah. in that season. Um, and I, I don't know if this is going to be another question, but he scored my favourite ever Swans goal, the one in the playoff final. That was yeah. another. That was yeah. another. Yeah, we just it's it's the replay of it when he hits it and he's already running off before he's hit the net, and yeah. that's just that's the best one for me. Um, but it was Adrian Forbes before that. He was my favourite, like back back that's in the best days, stuff like that. But now Stephen Darby for me all day. My sure. Swans history doesn't go as far back as Lee's because of. Well, I only got into them when they were last season League One before they went up. But um, roughly the probably... same as me then. I uh, think, yeah, uh, the same yeah. as me. Yeah, well, I was quite young. <laughs> I, yeah, well, I was sort of quite young. But um, no, no, it's, it's like I was. I think probably about thirteen, fourteen. But um, my parents don't like football at all, so it's funny because I was basically delivering the Evening Post, and they were on the back page all the time. Yeah, my yeah. granddad liked the Swans, so I just started reading the papers on the back page all the time and kind of got into them through that so I didn't really go to any games then but um so my answer is a bit cliche because it's probably a bit more modern but I think Amichu was just brilliant to watch when he in the Prem yeah like, he's up there for me as well I just that was a that was a magical season that was and oh, he got a God, Spain yeah. cap while playing for us I just that's exactly, so like yeah you know yeah and back, back, back then that was no mean feat yeah in Spain yeah. yeah they were good yeah um, done all right, didn't we? Honorable mention for Pablo Hernandez as well because I thought he got too much stick of the Swans Hernandez. and his quality. Yeah, I like Pablo. Well, well. Yeah. My, I, my chance, I, I think I saw, I don't know, there's, there's, there's one, I think the player that I sort of first fell in love with the Swans is either Jason Scotland way back in the day or um, Scott Sinclair in that playoff uh, yeah. season. That season, yeah. oh, he was outstanding, but I think, I think we were talking about this the other day when, when we had Garen on Alex um, a couple of episodes ago. I think the most talented player I've seen in a Swansea shirt. If you're asking that question, I don't think there's any competition. Gilfie Sigurdsson for me, I, I don't yeah, think there's any shout. competition. Yeah. yeah, Well, between him, uh, either Sigurdsson or I think I know we spoke about Morgan Gibbs White sort of in jest, but this for me is the biggest travesty. Of Swansea's recent history, I think it's got to be fairly border. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh my god! Yeah, fairly border. Wonderful player. player. He and played at such um, a Alan Tate's, Alan Tate's testimonial. Could be he did. Yeah. 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 It was a good game. That. Do you know what though? Alan Curtis played in that game as well, and he was playing well. He had a really ah, good funny. game. That day. He was. And he was about sixty-seven minutes. I think at the time. Still got it. Sign him up. Uh, well, we can tell you first hand. Um, I don't know if you two play football, but me and Lee can tell you first hand what it's like to play against Trundle. Now that's something else. Oh, oh. Us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go on, let's, let's hear a little bit about that then. Go on. Uh, I, well, haven't, I, I haven't played football for quite a while. We wanted to play five-a-side to get back in Britain and you know join a local club. But uh, go on then. Really, miss it, really missing like five-a-side and stuff. But it was seven-a-side for me anyway. I don't know if he's got a different memory, but... Um, you think you're like marking him well. You can't get a shot away. You're in between him and the goal. Um, you can't go in the box, obviously, because it's like that's how five side, seven side works. 
So he nutmegs me when I thought my legs weren't even that far open. <laughs> but I didn't really understand what he'd done. He nutmegged me. He's there was someone else. There was someone still... else coming to cover. So he sort of does an half spin, back heels, shots it, and it goes in the bottom corner. Still looking for that. People, <laughs> people's just there, like what? How? How has he even got a shot away? Everybody standing there, not knowing what's just happened, and he's already picking the yeah. ball up and putting it back in centre in the centre circle. Honestly, yeah, honestly think, so um, hard to mark. I think he deserves a mention as well for for player. Just yeah, yeah and unbelievable. I think uh, I remember. Yeah, we, we played when we played against him. We just I, what I remember was just. At the start, we're like, right, we gotta go tight. We gotta go tight yeah. with him. And then he just <laughs> he's, he's ridiculously he's ridiculously strong as well. So not only is he skillful, he just he just pushes you away and he scores. So we're right, okay, we'll give him we'll give him two yards, we'll give him two yards. Then he shifts it and puts it top corner then. Yeah. <laughs> so hard so hard to play against him. And it makes you think, right? He he didn't really do much for us when we were in the championship, yeah, because it was the tail end of his career. Um, compared to like his earlier days now in the in League One. And it just makes me think he never played in the Prem and he's like retired now. And he went back to play in the Welsh Prem after this. Mm. And it's like, that's, that's his what, level. What and it just, just makes you feel awful. And they're like, oh, we're just awful at football. Because like, he's just <laughs> absolutely mugging us off now. He can't, he's just not even, I don't know. It's, yeah. Yeah. Well it's an experience. Day, yeah. yeah. I, I would say I'd like to try it, but I don't think I would. <laughs> I, I don't think I'd ever step foot in a football pitch. I, I really, I want to give it a go, right? And I'll come, I'll have, we'll have you back on and we'll just yeah. discuss how I got on. <laughs> yeah. We'll have Trundle on as well, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. Come on. Maybe you'll bring Britain with him these days because they're playing together. Yeah. Now, they? Up in the... yeah. Hey, that'll oh, be a God. party, you want to? 100th oh, episode. <laughs> you just wouldn't touch a ball, would you, if you've got Trundle scoring and Britain spraying the balls oh. to him? Promotion party. Yeah. Oh, there we are. Yeah. Sold Promotion party. Yeah. Let's so, this year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, one last question. Your favourite Swansea City memory. Just your favourite memory as a Swans fan. It's a oh, big question. That's a, that's a massive question. There are a couple, For me, you know, there's a couple of obvious ones. Yeah, yeah, mine will be probably quite obvious because, like I said, I didn't start watching so early so that just the playoff final in Wembley is just it was a massive occasion I've never been to anything like it before um, and it's just the way it happened I think it was one of the most like it's got to be one of the most exciting playoff finals probably not quite as exciting as that one that's like Deeney is in what was it he missed a penalty went up yeah, the other yeah, end and scored or whatever but um, obviously it was like our oh, cruise in a 3-0 and then you're biting your nails at 3-2 um, and then what yeah, was it yeah, like yeah. a really good block or something by Gary Monk when you think they're oh, going to score three gosh, old, little right? toe. Yeah, you and then uh, literally, and then... yeah, it was his, his toe nail, literally. So you just know, that I... day was crazy, and it was such a big game for us as a club. Mm, I wasn't at Wembley that day. Um, I was actually in France, but I wouldn't have changed it for the world, right? Because I was in this little like little French village, and I was I must have been how old are we are like. Must be 21 now. I think we were about 10 or 11 at yeah. the time. So the- I was on all day and I was like, oh man, playoff finals on. Like, and she was like, oh, there's a pub there, go on and ask him. I was like, ma'am, middle of France, they're not gonna play off final on Swans and Red, they're not gonna play off final. I was like, no, no, no. I just think after miss it, I was so upset. She was like, just go in and ask. So I went in, I and there's three red in fans sat there watching, watching oh, a free match. I was like, here we go. Back <laughs> I was it. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't change it though. I wouldn't change yeah, it. Yeah, I think um, um I think, yeah, well, for me, the playoff final's definitely up there. Um, I, I remember just, like, feeling sick at halftime, not from the beers, but just from the excitement. I just couldn't believe it was really up. I just couldn't believe it. Um, 
then I like the ones the, the ones that spring to mind for me last game of the Vetch. Our last league game, anyway. Adrian Forbes, my man, going back to that, scoring the goal. <laughs> um, but no, I think... Was um, it 2-0 lucky? 2-0? 1-0, I think. And uh, Joe Hart one was in goals for Shrewsbury, I think. Going back back in the day. Yeah. Nice, nice little bit of trivia there. Yeah. yeah. We are, but, yeah. Uh, the, no, but another massive, massive one for me, which was probably number one, was um, Arsenal away. Michu scoring the two goals. That one. Oh, that, oh, yeah. That yeah. is probably the... That's probably the best one for me. So that composed. goal he scores where he like puts the one in the top corner, where I was sat, I'm right behind it, and you can just see it going no, in the really? top corner, and it was just ructions anyway. Yeah. I can't get over how composed he was for those two finishes. He just like it was like he was the only person in the stadium, just jogging mm. like picks his spot. I just yeah. the thing mad. is that he'd do that. He'd be so cool and calm and collected, and then he'd physically abuse the nearest like advertisement board <laughs> yeah. as soon as he <laughs> yeah. scored. I was wondering that. Yeah, the goal that strikes me when you talk about his like composure and stuff is the it must have been one of his first, the one against QPR. Oh, it was, yeah. Of, oh, yeah. His first sort, game. Of, sort of the bends, it bends it. it in the top. Oh, and no one knew who he was then, and it was like, wow, he's a good player. Yeah, <laughs> I like this. Yeah. yeah. We didn't, I, we were sort of discussing it was this guy, you know. But uh it was out of the it was that other one that went to um, Celtic or Rangers that we were linked to. It's like Miku or something. It was like Michu and someone else with quite a similar name. We were linked with both of them. And I think people seemed to be more excited about the other one. But Michu was, I think he was under the radar in Spain. Like, uh, he probably meant to sign that bloke from Scotland and accidentally <laughs> put a C or a U or an yeah, H I... in there and ended up signing Michu <laughs> on accident. No, I think he had a really That's good season in Spain the year before, but I think he was still under the radar for our yeah. teams. That's class. That was. I use it as the biggest, uh, like, uh, wind up against one one of the boys who, who comes on the podcast as well now and then because he went to one of the preseason friendlies and he said, uh, "Oh, that Michu block they signed is absolutely terrible. What a rubbish signing that." <laughs> who is that? First game of the season, Nicky. Oh God. Yeah, and just never let him live that down. <laughs> no, I would. Um, I never. I never let Alex live down. Um, remember Gail Kakuta? Remember him? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we, we were doing a the... we were doing a squad builder in here, and Alex goes, "Oh, centre back." I've gone for Gail Kakuta, and I was like, "Mate, he was a winger." <laughs> I was under I was under the impression he was a centre. Don't ask me why. I just was. There well, we are. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think we've uh, on that note, as it were. Yeah, but thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we've loved having you. Uh, no worries. We'll have you back on again at some point. But like you yeah. said, promotion party. Um, promotion party. We'll have to this. get you on hours at some point as well. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to? Yeah, well, just... plug whatever you got to do. You yeah. know, go plug for it. it. Um, so, if you want to see our stuff, we tend to do sort of pre-match and post-match stuff at the moment, and now and again we'll do a podcast when we can fit it in. Also touched on the Six Nations, so you can find us on YouTube, uh, Swans Cast. Just type that in; we should come up. And then Twitter, I think, is slightly different. Let me uh, let me just pull it up to make sure I get it right. <laughs> Swans Cast yeah, Media. There he goes. Here we are. At Swanscast Media. <laughs> um, we're also on Spotify as well. Same, just type in Swanscast, Instagram, Facebook. But that's, uh, that's pretty much all of them. Well, well Throw all your links you. down below for whoever's yeah. listening. You know, go and have a look. We'll chuck them all in. We'll tag you on Cheers, Swans, lads. Always. Cheers. Uh, pop, pop, you know. If you're listening, click on it. And then uh, yeah. find me on <laughs> But uh, yeah, thank you for coming on. It's been absolute pleasure chatting to you. Uh, it's been yeah. like a walk down memory lane that last bit. Oh, that was good. Uh, yeah, enjoyed that. That was oh, good, yeah. yeah. Enjoyed it. Cheers um, for having us. Thank you for coming. Uh, and thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers. We'll uh, Actually, we'll be back on Saturday because it's midweek. So we'll see you on <laughs> Saturday. Midweek, yeah.
Ta-da. 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 Ta-